What's up, everybody? It's time for another Ghost Cold Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with Raven of Raven Black. Check it out. Podcast with Raven from Raven Black. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Now that I'm here talking to you, Killer Tour, the Static X Memorial Tribute Tour to Wayne Static, the 20th anniversary tour. You guys are the opening band, killer, killer lineup. Uh, you guys have been road dogging it. We were in Irving Plaza, New York City for the Cradle Tour. Heard awesome things about you, saw the show, filed a very glowing review of you guys. I think you won over a lot of people that night. It was a very, that was also a very diverse bill. So I think the first thing I, wa- I wanted to jump in with you about was I saw the band live before I ever heard the music. So I was like a noob when I first uh, experienced Raven Black. And now that I have, I, I feel like your recorded stuff is catching up to the stage music, like the actual chemistry. And I wanted to start there and talk to you about that. Well, um, it's true. And uh, we actually did that intentionally. So, you know, when you listen to our albums, uh, recorded material, uh, you do get a sense of us. But we wanted to, you know, I think back to when I go to concerts and I'm like, you know, I have high expectations to see something live that I love. So we wanted to make sure we hit that out of the ballpark. And so our live show, you know, we we stepped it up even more. Um, we chose parts of the songs because obviously when it's recording of layers, we chose the layers that we felt would really, really connect with you live, make you feel something, make you move, um, you know, and kind of put you in an, an awe state of mind where you're like, what am I witnessing right now? What am I feeling? What am I seeing here? You know, whether you've heard our music beforehand or never heard of us before, we wanted to make sure we left an impression. Uh, so we, we hope that we do that for you. We did that for you. You did. Ergo, I'm here now Um, and pumped to be here. Uh, I definitely thought that once I did get to delve into the catalog, I love 13. I thought I was like, wow, this band is really saying something and doing something pretty cool. And then again, saw live again, saw the newer songs. And now the two new singles, which I, I imagine are coming off the future new album coalesce that even more uh and i and it, i think there's a, a lot of versatility in the band there's a lot of versatility with your voice so um you know great job but also you know is it seems like you guys are really building to something special correct correct i we definitely have a huge vision uh for the dark metal carnival and it's just a matter of time production you know longevity uh, that it'll just organically unfold itself um, and kind of have you become more and more intricately involved in, in the dark metal carnival. Killer. I, I think it's important and it's a lesson I think a lot of star, you know bands starting out can learn that it's very important to sort of have an understanding of yourself and what even if you can't you dream too big and you can't achieve it. You know, we've heard all heard records by bands where they go on tour and they can't play it because they've you know, created this incredible masterpiece live or the opposite. They're really great live and the studio doesn't represent them. But I think it's really important to have this, that vision when you begin, like this is where we, you know, hope to see it go and then try to fulfill it rather than we're faking it and figuring it out. Uh, so it's really great to know that you have kind of an artistic vision. I think there's not a lot of artistry out there. We a very paper cutter, yeah. shitty kind of world, not so much in rock and metal, but just in general, like we're very carbon copy, you know, they're doing it. I can do it too. And you guys are really trying to do something very unique and special. And I think the fans are like that you're earning are really appreciating that. Yeah. I mean, they tell us all the time and, and we tell them, you know, they're, 
lots of bands just say, oh, yeah, we, you know, the fans mean everything. But in our case, we actually truly um, we're kind of getting a reputation right now that we're, we're probably the biggest fan driven band right now in the circuit. And, and I wear that proudly um, because I genuinely do feel that they're the ones that are going to make or break us. Um, you know, we can create anything that we want, but if the fans aren't connecting to it, it doesn't matter. You know, um, initially, you know, everybody had the concern of, you know, oh, they're a gimmick band, but we don't ever feel that way because we're really, we truly, truly, you know, wear it on our sleeves. It's part of who we are. My makeup is not just um, makeup that I'm putting on to be, you know, cool or death metal or black metal or corpse paint. I, it's truly, I describe it as, you know, they, people ask, well, how did you come up with your makeup design? And I said, well, it's my insides on the outside. It's truly who I am to the core, um, things that I've had to suppress, you know, all my life, you know, and hide from society because it might be unacceptable. Well, I'm wearing it now, you know, right on, right on my face. So uh, half of me being human, that's the sweet side that, you know, family values, all those things. Um, the other side, and, and like most females, we have a very sweet side and a very scornful side. And so the other side is, you know, my dark side, which I embrace both. Word. Um, that's a mouthful. And uh, I got to process that for a second, but that's an amazing. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's really telling. I know you said, you know, connecting with fans and you guys are really very well skilled, in my opinion, at social media and not just at social media, but also having no curtain between you and the fans. I think it's very natural. Um, it's not fake. It's like very like very candid with the fans like this is our daily oh we had a bad day today sorry about that if we didn't sign everything for everybody like you guys are very blunt and very and I think that's actually refreshing because you don't see that a lot I know social media is a bear it's a chore it's hard for a lot of bands I do it professionally so it's an interest of mine but um, I think you guys are really great at it and uh, I, what do you get back from the fans from social media by having that relationship uh, I personally use it to get to know my fans um, into, I'm interested, I'm genuinely interested in what their walks of life are um, because it influences my writing. It inspires me. Um, God, I mean, on a serious note, countless um, experiences with fans that are suicidal, um, going through depression. And I literally have, I message them. I do these in your face chats uh, where it helps raise funds for the band for touring because, you know, we're DIY. Um, but literally genuinely learning more about them and seeing them grow as people. Uh, someone who's very antisocial, who has social anxiety, has zero friends. And now I see them bantering and joking around and sharing music and talking to other rejects and seeing them build these friendships that are going to now be lifelong friendships. Them being social butterflies now and being more social than I am. That to me is soul feeding. Um, I can die. I always say I can die tonight in my sleep. I've done everything I've ever wanted to do and accomplished what I wanted to do. Killer. Well, hopefully you don't die tonight in your sleep. We want to, we want to get much more. I don't want to die. No, nobody wants to, but it's good. That's a good perspective. I like your take on that. Uh, so obviously, uh, two new singles out now building toward a new record. I understand you're working on, uh, Ulrich Wild, who is a legend. Fantastic. He's made a lot of records that I love personally, uh, especially a couple of OTEP records that he worked on. He's the producer on Wisconsin yes. Death Trip. 
he was the producer of Wisconsin Death Trip. So he's got a connection to this, like a through line. Weirdly, like we're getting spoken to from forces or something. So really cool. How's the record coming along beside these two singles? We've tracked four songs already. Um, there's probably nine right now. Uh, when we get back home, we're going to finalize which ones. Uh, the funny thing about us is that we can get in the studio with Ulrich because he's so amazing. And suddenly we've written a whole new song in the studio and we're like, okay, well, we'll save this other one for the next album. And this one's just perfect. And it was just in the moment. And uh, that happened with Sticks and Stones, uh, the Spider. It, it, we just got together and we were intentionally recording something else. And then that was just created in its own you know, it just had the energy. So that happens. That magic happens in the studio. Uh, we call um, Ulrich Studio the Wilderness, Ulrich Wild. Uh, so recording in the wilderness, and and that happens. So we're excited. We're really pumped up. The two singles. We wanted to see how everybody would receive it. Everyone is you know screaming it, jumping up and down at the live shows right now. Uh, this is the first time we're playing Risen from the Ashes live. So it's it's extremely heavy. Um, I was a little nervous. I'm still a little nervous whenever I, I, I do that one live because the vocals are very, very heavy uh, for me. And uh, But I did want to give our heavy fans a little bit of, of some of that. You know, a lot of our stuff is singing and screaming in this song. It's, it's all screaming. So it was fun. Badass. Yeah, I love that track. I love Carnival, too. I think actual Carnival music is very complex and underrated and underappreciated. And it's very like almost uh, my friend used to be in the Big Apple Circus and we would listen to the band. They had a live band play and it was like, this is like progressive metal. If you listen to these riffs and these drum beats and like fills, it's like it's like prog. It's pretty killer. And if you just put like a heavy guitar on it, it would be like, you know, Dream Theater or Devin Townsend. Right. So yeah, I love that element to you guys. I definitely would say if I could give you any advice more of that much more but uh i love i love the fact that you are all so versatile that you could open for cradle of filth who is the one of the most extreme bands on the planet historically of legend players also like insane talented people and then also come out on this tour with industrial metal and groove and swing and have people dancing and you know there everybody seems to welcome you so i think that's a very good indicator of where you guys are headed or where you could be going which is great well um we can only be so thankful that and lucky we feel very fortunate that every tour we've been on since we started touring October 2016 with Mushroom Head you know every single tour we're like we don't know what's going to happen we don't know how we're going to be received but we've been lucky knock on wood that we've been received so well and we're so thankful Killer that's a good place to stop Raven from Raven Black, thank you so much. All the best success to you on this Static X tour and beyond. We're looking forward to that new record next year. Stay in touch with us. Thank you for hanging out with the Ghost Cult Podcast. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally, check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.